Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hiya, folks. You're listening to Two Men and the Mouse, episode 185 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on September the 27th, 2019. This is your everyday di- guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, Pete. Uh, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! So that was an awkward hey pete like you weren't excited to see me You're oh like, no hey. I'm, I'm sorry i am still I, i'm sure you can hear it in my voice i am just super under the weather still what exactly is going on i i was i get this i get hit every fall with this like insane bronchitis do you have like some kind of allergies or is it like an actual yeah, it's sickness? every it's been every fall since high school like wow. I, I have asthma and like the the changing of the season even in a place where there is no season um that's interesting impact me and i just i get this like horrific chest congestion that doesn't ever go like all the head congestion is gone like my sinuses and my nose are clear it's just this chest congestion will not quit and yeah it's the worst (coughs) it stinks because i'm coming up to jersey next week on wednesday well maybe maybe when you come here and where there is change of season you'll be like totally fine that would be weird or I'll get a thousand times worse. Yeah, well, that's probably more likely. <laughs> yeah, being around all those nerds at Comic-Con. Um, but, you know, Morty Monster's excited about his first New York Comic-Con, so we are uh, the, right. the new Morty Monster, by the way. He he recently underwent a makeover back in the Monster World. The new and improved. Yeah, no, he he's looking good. He's looking legit. So, Got him more physically fit for the human world. Exactly. You know, he, he uh, well, I mean, you know, he's a, he's an impressionable kid. He saw a band that he liked in the monster world. He wanted to copy their look. So now he's got a pink mohawk. What do you want? Like, uh, okay. kids will be kids. One day, one day he's going to look back on the pink mohawk and be like, oh, that was a mistake. But, you know. <laughs> uh, all right. So we have an all news episode this week. Um, mostly because, so, I mean, I feel bad because we've been off the air for, this would be the second week if we didn't do a show, um, because I've been sick and I wanted to do a show, but I don't have a long show in me. So I figured, you know, news, we've, we've missed some news. There's there's a good chunk of news going on. Um, so let's, let's dive into it. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, the news this week, folks, brought to you by our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Uh, you can always find Dave over at um, D- uh, Verizon.net. Shoot him an email. He plans all of our trips. He's planning Pete's trip next week. So, you know, highly recommended, Dave Weikert of Magical I've talked Travel. to Dave a lot this week. Oh, I'm sure you have. He went to Disneyland. Yes. You so I got a Disneyland recap. Uh, I needed tickets for Not So Scary, so he got my Not So Scary oh, tickets. Oh, you are? Yeah, okay. So, you know, got a lot going on. Very, very cool. Well, I'm excited to see you down. I'm going to I'm gonna see you twice in the next week. I'm going to see you. Uh, that's weird, right? Up in Jersey. 
at, and hopefully at New York Comic Con because I know you'll be there. For if one I of the see days. you in Jersey, that would mean I'm going to see you in three states in the course of like a week. That is weird. Well, That'll you know, be- I mean, but here's the thing: I like the following week, I leave on Tuesday to come back to Florida. So I was thinking maybe on Monday we could kind of do a low tech live, you know, oh, that'd live, be cool. like in person recording of Two Men in the Mouse like we used to back in the old like days. Like legit live at Rogue Comics. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to sound great probably because I won't have my microphones or, or sound mixer, but we can just kind of talk into my laptop. I think that would work fine. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Why not? Just give everyone a heads up. Hey. Hey, this episode doesn't sound good. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like we recorded this episode in 1998. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that would be a great like like maybe we can do like maybe we can do like things we loved in Disney about Disney in the nineties. But then again, you that'd be go, awesome. You didn't go to like ninety nine <laughs> though. So no ninety six. Uh, oh okay. No, 90, we, when did I? I went when Animal Kingdom opened. So was that ninety eight? Maybe we could do like the top ten yeah, things to come to Walt Disney World in the nineties. That would be a really fun list. It would be cool if we did the like the news, like actual stuff that happened. <laughs> this Clinton impeachment is uh, really moving forward. <laughs> I meant Disney news, but if you uh, want to go there, Ken Starr is really making a case here. <clears throat> hey, Pete, did you hear they just changed the the Cinderella castle into a into a giant pink birthday cake? <laughs> oh man. All right, so um, worldwide news. The uh, the big news this week is the testing and um, soon-to-be opening of the Walt Disney World Skyliner. Yep. They've been testing it for cast members all the la- all the last week. There have been lots of videos popping up online of like the cabins and the ride, um, which I have actually kind of been avoiding. I haven't watched one yet either. That's weird. But only because yeah. I'm so close, I figure I'm going to ride one. Right. Of course, we're going to be riding it within the next week. So, right. you know, it, I'm probably going to head over... Maybe on the 29th, uh, which is Sunday, because um, the last Illuminations is Monday. So right. I was thinking maybe like go to go to Galaxy's Edge on Sunday for a little bit and then pop on the Skyliner and head over to Epcot for um, the second to last Illuminations, which won't be as deathly crowded. So the plan. Yeah, no, I think it's a it's a decent one. Or maybe I will go for the last illuminations on Monday. You think I, I maybe I'll do that to myself? Now, what's weird is you know, so I started seeing all these like articles and stuff about Skyliner merchandise. That's the next news item here: Skyliner and merchandise. It's so funny because for a today. second I'm like, come on, are you being serious? Pete, and I, then when I saw the pictures, I'm like, well, I had this exact same reaction. I was like, oh come on, what a what a heartless cash grab! And oh, those mugs are nice. Like I, I like a lot of it. I really like the mugs and the magnets because I like the merch that looks like the the actual like cars. Yeah. Oh, hey. So if I meet up with you there, can you get me pass holder stuff? Yes. Oh. Hmm. I think there was a pass holder uh, Skyliner hoodie that I thought was cool. Yeah. I mean, I can I can buy it and then just gift it to you. So. You know, I mean, get... let's see. I might have spent all my money by the time I see you, even though it'll be the second day of my trip. I might be completely broke. Well, this and is broken. very true because this is your first Galaxy's Edge trip, which I'm so excited. Yeah, it might be bad. Might be bad. Uh, do you have a, a game plan yet for Galaxy's Edge, by the way? Well, it's weird. So now that I have like uh, my droid reservation and lightsaber reservation, I feel like I have the two, as far as merchandise, the two things I really want to accomplish are locked in, right? Right. So Ethan and I have been discussing because 
we're both idiots and we just want to go to the store and buy stuff. But I feel like the best plan of attack is to ride Smuggler's Run first. So I what I would like to do is I'm not going to get there crazy early. I know it opens at six. I'm thinking we're going to leave the room at seven and try and be at the park by 730. You'll be fine if you do that. I've been monitoring ride times and they kind of float in the like 35 to 45 minute wait around that time. Yes. So I figured we'll just get there early, go now, in, ride the ride. As someone who's been hawking the ride times for this, um, mm-hmm. what have you noticed? Like as far as well, like, like, yeah, like what are the trends that you're noticing? I'll here? tell you something that I don't know if you remember. I told you this a while ago. I have noticed in the last week times going up a little bit and people i love all these articles they're like oh galaxy's edge total bust listen i went in at one point to make a lightsaber reservation and if you wanted a lightsaber reservation in september they were there to be had you know when you couldn't get it october or november yeah i'm telling you there are people who are like me in the sense that they're like oh galaxy's edge is opening i'm not going the first month so you think that the honeymoon's over and that it's going to start getting i'm not saying it's going to be like crazy because i think you have you know your locals have done it you know what i mean i think that there's a lot of people who've done it but i I don't i think you're going to see longer wait times in october and november than you did in september okay i really really do and then you got people like me who have done it but just keep going back because they love it so much right well, that sounds great. I'm like, I need to just escape to Batu every chance that I can get. I am trying to find snack options in Batu for breakfast. Um, Ronto Roasters has like a breakfast wrap. I don't know if it's a snack option. I don't think, I don't it, think is. it is. Although I did see right outside Galaxy's Edge is some kind of place that has, not that this is a snack option, but they have like, I think it's like. Uh, maybe it is. It is a snack option. It's a French toast pretzel. What? Yeah. Have you heard about this? Where is this? Are you going to make me actually do some research I'm, on this? Yeah. Darn. You can't just bring a French toast pretzel and expect I, and to it, not have to explain yourself. I I, I know for because I made a little snack list because I'm trying to go in a little bit more prepared than I normally do. Right. Um, which you already go in very prepared all the time. So that's saying, something. yeah, you know what, by the way, I, from now on, I'm, these Disney trips are going to be less prepared. Cause I'm actually finding like myself having some slight anxiety about this trip <laughs> and it's bothering me. But like, I mean, I'm that's like, just I, because galaxy's edge just opened. That's not going to be every I trip. I know it, it's just a little weird. Like I would like to go and relax just a little bit, you know, and <sighs> I know that is not... overrated. Uh, okay. Hmm. French I'm, toast I'm pretzel. Like the, just the. I've never paired those two words before, and now I'm obsessed with them. Okay, so it's the market. The market. I'm looking at a picture of the building. Uh, uh, let me see. Hold the picture up to the. To okay. The... Uh, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I'll be able to tell you. Oh yes, it's right outside of Toy Story Land, actually. Oh, okay. Is that what it is? Yes, it's right outside of Toy so Story it's, Land. It's seven fifty nine. It's a snack option. It comes with maple syrup. This is a game changer, dude. It's unbelievable. I've seen someone eat it. Oh, look. Okay, wait. There's a picture of it. Actually, like, I don't know if you could see that, but there's like French toast stuff inside there's of the French pretzel. toast stuff inside the pretzel. That's ridiculous. I want this in like the worst way. All right, so folks, the, the way what you need to know is like the main entrance to Toy Story Land. Like, it's right outside the main entrance of Toy Story Land where, like, the big Woody is. Um, and it's right before you would get into what used to be Pixar Place, which is now, like, the Incredibles area. 
So right. that's where this is. It's next to a Joffrey's as well. So you can get that and a cup of coffee, and that sounds like a killer breakfast. I'm just wondering if I can like run over there as soon as I get there. Well, first off, let me just say this. My kids, I mean, by the way, they also have um, like muffins and cinnamon rolls also. Yes, so I yes, mean, like do. for me, they're all snack options. I'm going for breakfast. I kind of think I might grab. I'm debating running in the park and going and grabbing this first and then making my way, way into Batu. I can't guarantee that my son will even allow this. He might just be like, we are so close to being on another planet. We got to go. Yeah, but, I have um, a feeling that's what's going to happen. I will say this. This is something I swear to you, my kids will remember forever. I am like the worst because when I go into a park, even though I know I'm going to be there all day, I insist that we take like a photo pass picture with whatever like park icon is there. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, so we're going to get into studios and everyone's going to be like, let's, let's book it for Galaxy's Edge. I'm going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me pick out the best photo pass photographer to get a family picture of us. And everyone just wants to go. Now, My you're, talking, is, you're talking family picture in front of the Chinese theater or Tower of yeah, Terror? Yeah, I guess in this case, I guess it's Chinese theater. And the I Tower mean, of Terror is the park icon. Like, that's official. Yeah, I know. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, you walk in. It is weird because Animal Kingdom's the one where you walk in and you're not really getting a tree picture. You know what I mean? You got to really go into the park to get that tree of life picture. That's very true. Um, but, you know, the other ones, you walk in Epcot, I want a picture right here, Spaceship Earth. Like, it's just, you know, it's how it it's is. It's right there, yeah, absolutely. Right. Main Street, USA. Like Main it. Street's the worst, because you go to that first person, you're like, I want a picture of the castle in the background, this is fantastic. And then you walk down, like, two more people, and you're like, ah, oh, but this is better, I'm going to get another one. Right, the closer. You know what, I have yet to find that, like, my, my favored sweet spot of those Main Street photo pass photographers. I'm glad you brought that up, because I'm like... There's so many of them down the street, and I feel like I need to get a picture with each one to kind of figure out which one is the preferred distance right. from the castle. Because like You're you don't right. want to go to the first one because then the castle's so small in the background. But I like something about that, actually, because you get a lot of Main Street. That is true. That's why I have to get multiple ones. And by the way, the partner statue is right behind that, and I need to get that, too. Of course. So, I mean, my poor kids. I mean, this is like, you know, when you're like a kid and you really just want to get going, like, oh, we're here. Let's do it. And, like, your dad is like, hold on. We need to wait behind these 10 other families right, to get picture number two here. Like, I, you know, I'm sure they'll survive. So I don't I don't I don't. Speaking of survival, you know, one way people like to survive and live longer is with a plant based diet. And Walt Disney World is how's that for a transition? Walt Disney World is jumping on that bandwagon. Um, Furthermore, in worldwide news, restaurants are expanding uh, their plant based offerings in early October. So all major quick service locations are going to have vegan safe meals. So no meat, no cheese, no, no dairy, no honey. Um, no animal byproducts whatsoever, just completely plant-based meals. Um, so there will be vegan options pretty much everywhere you go now. So, I like that. Yeah, I do too. I have a lot of friends that are vegan. Like to be honest, like, and, and this is going to sound really, really like strange coming from me, but like, I have really like, I I wish I had the willpower to be a vegan. Oh no, I get it, dude. I totally get it. I'm, I have. A, I don't know if I have any friends that are full-blown vegan. I have a lot of friends who are vegetarian. There's so and many. I think the irony of all this is that, but listen, to be honest with you, my son would love to be a vegetarian. He always says that. Yeah. Same time, that kid also likes bacon and lobster. So I'm not entirely sure he will ever be able to break that. Right. But I get you. Like, I, I think I would like to do it also. And part of it, too, I mean, I eat a lot of meat, but 
I love vegetables. Like, I can't tell you how many people I know who are like, ew, vegetables. Like, even as adults. And right. I'm like, wow, I will eat any vegetable. Like, oh, a whole meal that's just veggies? No. Do I think I could do it all the time? I don't know about that. Um, so but You know what? I have been, um, like, you know, it's, it's so weird. Like, as you get older, your tastes change. Like, I used to be like, ew, mushrooms. And now I'm like, yay, mushrooms. And, right. like, I used to be like, um, like, peppers were always my biggest sticking point. I was always like, ew, peppers. But, like. Oh, I love peppers. Now I'm, like, really starting to get into peppers. I don't oh, know. I like it's, it's so weird how your taste changes as you as you. Are you older. saying that I should rethink my cheese position? Because I don't think I'm gonna. I'm. I mean, I was getting there. I was beating around the bush. But uh, so there's going to be more than 400 new vegan safe meals cool. uh, throughout the parks. So, kudos to Disney for that. Uh, you know, I have a family in here who goes, and they're all vegetarians, and they like Disney. But it is funny because every time he comes home, he's like, "Yeah, the four of us just order the one meal at every restaurant that's like vegetarian." <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't think yeah. more options ever hurt anybody. So. No, absolutely not. I mean, they say it's one of the best places to go when you're, you know, when you're when you have dietary restrictions. Yeah, uh, because they're sure. they're so on top of it, and then like the you know the festivals always have a lot of vegan safe stuff, and they market like with that little vegan logo. Yeah, why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. let people know. By the way, apparently, I'm out of my mind because remember I said like I bit into the Impossible Burger and thought I saw like vegetable stuff inside of it. Right. I've been told by many people that like there's no vegetable stuff in the Impossible Burger like that you could see. So I, maybe I'm, I was just either seeing things or like I was so freaked out by the experience. Yeah, you were projecting. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, like I feel like maybe like my mind created some kind of vegetable <laughs> hallucination. So if it's not vegetables, what is it? You no, know, it's vegetables. It's it's plant based, but it doesn't look like vegetables. I don't know. Okay. I uh, listen. Don't ask me the science of the Impossible Burger because I don't know it. Um, okay, no springs news this week, but we do have some resort news. Scat Cats Club at Port Orleans French Quarter is going to be expanding. Uh, it's going to be given a larger space. It's going to have signature beverages and bar food that's themed to New Orleans. And we'll have these signature um, Walt Disney World uh, beignets that you can get at Port Orleans, which I just, I, you know, I've never had them before. My friend Zach and Becky stayed at French Quarter last week or so. And I went to um, hang out with them one day and I picked them up at French Quarter and I picked them up like I went inside and, and sat with them in the food court for a little bit. And I saw those beignets for the first time. And I was like, I really need those. But didn't you're like, oh, beignets, it's just kind of a donut. I don't know. It looked really good. It looked like a Zeppeli, actually, because of the powdered sugar yeah, and stuff is. on it. So it's essentially just a Zeppeli. Yeah, we had them in Disneyland. They have them um, over by Haunted Mansion, and okay. uh, we got them. They're delish, no doubt. <laughs> All right, with that, we are going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to hear from our sponsors and the rest of the White Dragon Podcast Network. Then we'll be back with more of the news uh, coming at you when Two Men in the Mouse returns right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier and makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. It sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. 
Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like, that. A, like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney cruise line vacations you might be going. Uh, this can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. You give them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on it. Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast, inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic workdays to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. 
Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks, with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content. Hello, humans! My name is Morty Monster, and I'm... uh, Well... I'm a monster. I'm here as an exchange student from the Monster World, where growing up I fell in love with the world of human pop culture. Unfortunately, not a lot of monsters share that passion, so I came here to experience all of these things that I love and to share that passion with all of you. I do this through my YouTube channel with regular video blogs. One of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash MortyMonster. I'm on Instagram as MortyMonster and Friends. I'm also on Twitter as MortyMonsterBFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster! No water park news this week, but we do have Magic Kingdom news. Now, um, the that walkway in Frontierland that is very special to you, that has been expanded. The expansion is done, so you won't have to deal with any walls or anything like that during your trip. Uh, even better. But, I mean, I will say it looks completely different now. It has been fully expanded. Um, the walkway is much larger, but they don't have those little divots anymore where you ducked in to propose to your wife. That's where Pete Does... proposed in the shadow of Cinderella Castle. Does this mean that I have to like repropose and do this all over again? Maybe. Hmm. I hope you remember totally. like the specific spot without the garbage can being there because it doesn't look like there's a garbage can there anymore. I do honestly. I've looked at a picture of us there so many times that yeah. like I could do it even just by the placement of the castle. So. Right. Right. Uh, so the uh, there's a new. I don't know if you saw this new um, entrance marquee for Tomorrowland. I did see it. What do you think of it? I, I'm kind of digging it. It's a minimalist like kind it. of look. Um, sure. I mean, you know, anytime there's a big change like that, it's always jarring because, you know, the, right. old, the old Tomorrowland sign was very busy, like very busy. It looked like a robots, like, you know, innards in a sense. Um, and this one, it's very subdued, very, like I said, minimalist. Um, right. It's white. It's like an archway. Um, it looks like a big like, cup holder. Um but uh, you know, it's just Tomorrowland on top of it in white. Um, you know, it's a way to go about it. It's a little less kitschy sci-fi and a little more like um, refined sci-fi. I, I mean, I prefer the kitschy sci-fi one. Yeah, but... I mean, you know what? I'll put it this way, and you might not like this because it's a Star Trek reference, but it's it's less original series Enterprise and more new movie series Enterprise. You know, it's funny. There's always a photo pass photographer right there because yeah. they take pictures of you in front of the castle from that distance. Mm-hmm. And I can remember one time I was like, hey, can you just because there's no one there, really. 
<coughs> it was like pretty early. So I'm like, can you take a picture of us instead of this way, this way with the Tomorrowland oh, sign? Photo photographers love that. And they were like, huh, really? And I'm like, yeah. And they were like, okay. So I had this great picture of us like under the Tomorrowland, you know, like photographers photographers really enjoy doing that because it's like a break and like you know, you're shooting the same thing all day. Right. And then all of a sudden like you get a whole new angle to shoot and it's fun. Um now do you have a photo pass photographer news on your list? I don't want to jump you. No, I don't. Oh. Have you seen there are like uh they're putting in these automated photo paths. Oh yeah, I mean, but we've we've known that was coming for a long time. We covered that ages ago. The photo. Boxes. I know, but now some like new ones have gone in. Like I can't tell you that I like. It. I don't mean I, I hate that. I. You know what? That's kind of a good transition as well because we are about to start talking about things that are going away because uh, Disney just announced a slew of entertainment uh, cutbacks to the parks. Okay. Now and and I mean. I get it. We've got a lot of really cool new stuff, but I don't know, man. Like, I'm really upset by a lot of the loss of live entertainment. Well, let me just say this real fast about the photo pass thing. Okay. And, and and by the way, I'm I'm not being altruistic about this. I, I'm purely selfish about this. I want the best possible pictures. Right? Right. You're going to tell me this box is going to shoot pictures and like some random like, you know, candids like as you're going up there. I get that. But I can't. T- I always greet my photo pass photographer. I'm a big photo yeah. pass guy. You know that. So it's like, you know, how are you? Like, I can't tell you how many times like we've gone up to a character. There's like a hug. You know, my kids are like huggers with characters. Yeah. And then we pose and there's like pictures. And then as I go over there to scan my card at the time or now magic band like there's an interaction going on between like said character and my child and they're like oh wait and they'll snap a couple more pictures right. like I, I mean it's not like photo pass photographers to me like i don't know like i feel like i get a lot out of my photo pass well, and, and like sometimes i like sometimes i have specific things that i want like with pictures where it's like hey can you get like like this angle or like like zoom into this like especially with Morty like if I want to just picture of Morty by himself I can't do that with a box well, it's funny. Like, I, I, there have been like a handful, a smattering, and let's remember how many photo pass lines I've been on. A smattering of photo pass photographers who I felt were not like on their A game, right? And even knowing that, that this handful of people were on their A game that day, just speaks to the volume of how fantastic. 99% of these experiences are with photo pass photographers. Agreed. Yes. Uh, so I was just a little, a little bummed out about it. Now I haven't experienced it yet. And you know, I, I just, I think there is something to, I mean, I'm not all for anything that's going to take away these people's hours or, or take away their, right. Right. You know, that's too. I mean, like that really ticks me off. Um, there's just so many, like, you know, they're getting rid of so much street atmosphere. And like, you know, one of my friends said to me that it feels like they're, they're raising prices but taking things away. Hmm. I mean, they kind of are. Yeah. And I don't, and you know, we don't like to be overly negative on the show because, listen, are there things that we wish were different in Disney? Absolutely. But our, our, our whole thing from the beginning was like, hey, let's try to look at the positive because people want, like, we're trying to make people excited for their trips. We're not trying to make people, like, be like, oh, that's, that's a bummer. But I mean, some you have to be honest, and and I feel like that's like something you have to do when you have a show like this is you have to like talk about the good and the bad. Uh, so while we don't like to harp on the bad, you know, it does exist, and we're you know, I it's not like we have a pipeline to the bean counters at Disney who who determine what stays and what goes. 
Uh, but I'm gonna tell you right now, the thing, the main, the big, one of the big things that's going, my heart shattered, Pete, shattered oh, into me. a million pieces. The Muppets present great moments in history is is no more as of this month, uh, this coming really? month, October. Yeah, there, it is. Wait, uh, does that mean I'm gonna get to see it or not get to see it? Um, you know what? I'm not sure. I think you might just catch the tail end of it because I've literally never seen it. Oh, so, so I mean, it good. would be <laughs> yeah. I want to say I want to say I I I I've seen rumors of when the last day is. I've heard like the sixteenth or something like that, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. My because in other articles I've seen where they're, they're like, oh, all these entertainment offerings are going as of the you know before the sixth. So I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but yeah, great moments in history is going away. I actually ended up following the guys that played JJ the town crier on Instagram because they posted like a big, huge, like thank you thing. Um, the, um, also leaving, uh, this coming month is the Royal Majesty maker show, which is in fantasy okay. land, which is the sword in the stone show, mm-hmm. which I mean, I was always like, why isn't Merlin doing this? But, Agreed. um, yeah, now there's just not going to be a show for the sword in the stone. I guess if you put Merlin out there, everybody would want to take pictures with Merlin. And, you know, I, I get that it would be more of a. Yeah. An issue. Uh, the move it, shake it, dance it, play it, uh, you know, street party that is being reduced to two shows per day. And the Mickey's birthday, um, like the mouse could dance it stuff. That's over. Mickey's birthday party's over. You can only celebrate your birthday for so long. Well, that's true. I mean, you know, some people get a birthday month. Mickey got like a birthday year. So for real. You know, at a certain point, it's time to go back to work, Mickey. Like, come on, take off your polka dotted outfit, and it's time to go back <laughs> your to party work. outfit. Yeah, come on, like, come on. Uh, but you know, that does mean that the rare characters that have been gracing the, um, you know, the front of Main Street aren't going to be there anymore. All right, Epcot news. There, um, there's going to be a live stream on October the first for the new Epcot Forever show, the nighttime show. Okay. Now, I mean, I'm sure you've you've blocked off some time for Epcot Forever in your coming trip. Um, are you excited for Epcot Forever, or are you kind of like bummed eh. that it's not Illuminations? No, I mean, whatever. Well, this um, there will be a link put up. I'm assuming on the Disney Parks blog. That's usually what they do with these live streams. Uh, it's going to start at 8:50 p.m. The live stream. So, oh, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. The final Illuminations is this Monday, September 30th. Um, I will talk to Morty Monster and see if he's into, like, you know, trying to go to it. It's going to be a mess, I'm sure. But, oh, yeah. um, you know, we'll see. We'll see if we can get in there. Uh, flower, the dates for Flower and Garden Festival have been announced for 2020. Uh, flower and Garden uh, will be uh, taking place from uh, March 4th to June 1st. So that's a, full, okay. that's a full 90 days of Flower and Garden Festival. It's so funny. I, I never go that time of year. And, like, I can remember having gone to Flower and Garden at one point and loving it. Yeah, Flower and Garden's great. Um, it's it's up there for me. Like, it's it's no uh, Festival of the Arts, but... Festival of the Arts is the one. You know that's the one I really want to go to. I yeah. Just, I can't ever book my Disney trips around something like that. It has to be around kind of, like, our life schedule. Yeah, I mean, And I'm like, you know, uh, every Festival of the Arts starts, and I start seeing pictures, and I'm like... <sighs> that's the one I want to do. I have made the point that you could always come down for a weekend... But I know that's true. Yeah. Kids are getting older. They'll understand. Yeah. The the poor opposite. Yeah, probably. <laughs> now they're old enough to be angry about it. That's very true. Old enough to feel betrayed. Um, 
the uh, the narrator lineup for the Candlelight Processional is starting to take shape. They just added Ming-Na Wen, Isabella Rossellini, and Marley Matlin. Um, I've never seen, like, first of all, I've never seen the Candlelight Processional. This year I'm going to really make an attempt to go. But okay. Marley Matlin, you know, is you know an Oscar-winning actress. But she's she's deaf, so Correct. I'm assuming she signs it and an interpreter speaks it. Um, she speaks. She speaks, but she doesn't like. I, I know she doesn't like to speak. I'm gonna say she's gonna speak. I don't know everything. I've ever, everything, I I've, mean... everything I've ever seen Marley Matlin do, she usually signs and an interpreter. No. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you're right. You're... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like the um, like one of the roasts that she was on for Comedy Central. She that's what she did. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. So uh, Ming Na Wen, the voice of Mulan, and she's you also, know I love her. Yeah, she's also on Agents of Shield. Um, Ming Na is, is a little is is crazy because one day I randomly like because I'm like man like you know Mulan was like 1998 like how old was she and I looked up she's like 50. Is she really? Yes, and does not look. Shouldn't look over thirty-five. Fully her age. Love I look me. older than her. Fantastic. Well, Ming Na, amazing, right? yeah, Ming Na Wen's going to be there from um, November the 29th to uh, December the first. All right, look, I just looked it up. As of this, <coughs> she is fifty-five. Fifty-five. She was born in 1963. She's 10 years from Social Security. I mean, she looks fantastic. Good for her. Yeah, wow. Uh, you know, the main event for everybody every year, Neil Patrick Harris is going to be there from December 2nd to the 5th. Whoopi Goldberg will be there from the 6th to the 7th. Uh, Isabella Rossellini from the 8th to the 10th. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Gary Sinise uh, from the 13th. <coughs> See, this is why I couldn't do a long show today. Kevin's doctor will be there from the 14th to yeah. the 16th. Uh, Gary Sinise from the 13th to 15th. Pat Sajak from the 16th to the 18th. Uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman from the 22nd to the 24th. Edward James Olmos. Admiral Dama. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Um, the 25th and 26th. I never get to see Olmos because I'm always up north. Right. Um, you almost get to see him, but you miss it. Oh, good. Very, well well done, Pete. Well done. Uh, Marley Matlin, the 27th to 28th, and Lisa Ling, the 29th to 30th. All right, over in Animal Kingdom, we got some news, but we don't got any good news. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. The Hakuna Matata Time Dance Party over in uh, Discovery Island is closing uh, That's this month. That's one of the cutbacks they're doing. But the big news that everyone is kind of up in arms about is uh, Bur- the Buradika band from Africa. Remember, you know that band that's always playing right there in Africa in the Central Square there? Mm-hmm. Getting the kids to dance and playing those instruments? Disney's getting rid of them. Oh, boy. There's a lot of, like, hashtags and petitions going around, but it's a done deal. Um, the now, Bur- let me tell you, there is a guy there who plays the sitar. Not anymore. Yeah. Oh man, I that I I also love sitar. So like, I mean, he, watching him play, like I yeah. think I videoed a lot of it last time. So I guess I'll just break out that video and watch that again. Yeah, fans are really mad about this, uh, which I which I get. You know, um, over in Hollywood Studios, a, the a new Mickey Shorts Theater is coming in 2020, where you can catch the Mickey Mouse short cartoons. 
At first, I thought this was a theater dedicated to Mickey Mouse's shorts, but uh, apparently it is it is not pants related. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming this spring. It's joining the park's theater district, which I wasn't aware was a thing. Um, it is going to be in the, cool. the former site of Drew Carey's Sounds Dangerously, which currently hosts Star Wars Path of the Jedi. This is rare, Pete. They're getting rid of a Star Wars thing in Hollywood Studios. You ever do Sounds Dangerously? No. I I'm, did it one time. Uh, how was it? I, I don't remember what caused me to do it. I think it was summertime and it was really hot. So we were like, hey, why don't we go do this? Um, it's weird. You sat in these chairs and at one point it goes completely pitch black in there. And like they're playing. I, I, I don't know like who thought this was a great idea. Uh, but Well, now it's going to be you're, you're going to see Mickey shorts in there. Um, you know, Path of the Jedi was there. I mean, it was, it was just kind of like, a, like a, a place that took up space like. It um it was just like a movie being like Star Wars was a movie and you're like oh I didn't know that uh, what I really liked and I think this is while it was still sounds dangerously during the like intro years of Star Wars weekends that's where you could meet Jedi Mickey oh see you know I'm so, so bitter cool. that I never got to experience Star Wars weekends I know it sounds like wow wow you know no tiny I, I love Star Wars weekends I mean like now that we have Star Wars every single day throughout the entire park I mean. I just like the year that I moved here was the year they stopped doing Star Wars weekends. Yeah, but you remember something. No matter what, you're never. I mean, unless they do a character event, you're never going to get the dearth of characters that they broke out of that thing. Yeah, I can remember going there one time and talking to one of the leads, and I'm like, "Listen, Marie, I like getting pictures with the characters." And he pulled the sheet out of his pocket and showed me the schedule. Dude, there were like 20 characters like coming out. I'm like, "Oh, awesome! Yeah. I got all of them. All of them except." could not get the Gamorrean guard. I couldn't make the times line up. Really? Yeah. Like Django Fett was there and he was like somewhere else. So I had to kind of like, it's cool. Each spot they swapped. So it would be like Django Fett for half an hour and then Boba Fett for half an hour. Okay. So if you timed it right, you could kind of get both like, and not have to like go somewhere else in the park. Right. It worked out pretty well. And then, uh, Oh, who was the, um, who was like it was one of the producers or something was there that you really wanted to meet? Ah, and... uh, Rick McCall. I'm so mad about that. <laughs> the one time, and he was th- that was a week had three guests too. So I'm like, oh, I'm gold. Like, who's gonna want to meet Rick McCall? Apparently, Rick McCall's there. Well, nobody, but he was there so briefly that like he only met like you know X amount of people. I was right. really upset about that, and upset that I waited online for an hour before they told us like, yeah, you're not gonna get to meet him. Uh, so the Maleficent, um, there's a Maleficent Mistress of Evil preview coming to Walt Disney Presents, uh, formerly known as One Man's Dream. Uh, in other news, I will not be going into Walt Disney Presents for quite a while. Um, Why? I have. Oh, you don't uh, like that movie? I I hated the first Maleficent. Like, I, it is one of the most reviled movies of my life. I like it. You like? Okay, first of all, they're calling this movie Mistress of All Mistress of Evil. She's not. I can't tell you how I feel about this one yet. She's Glinda the Good. My wife and my son are really excited. I I hate that movie with such a fiery vengeance. Like, it's so bad. And I was really excited about it. But you know what? It was stupid of me to think that Disney was ever going to do a movie where, like, the title character is the villain and keep them villainous. It's not like it's yeah. I, mean, I think I was expecting like like naive kind of naively expecting like the Joker movie. 
No, but remember that in today's day and age, and I see it in comic books all the time, so that's why I know. If there, you have a character who's popular, who's a bad guy, they don't yeah. become like more of a bad guy. They become an anti-hero. Yeah, I guess. So, I mean, that's really like what happens here. By the way, have you seen that in uh, Walt Disney Presents? They have a Jack Kirby exhibit right now. Oh, no way. Yeah. I thought it was a full movie, so my friends and I went in there last time. But they were just playing One Man's Dream still. But right like before you get into One Man's Dream, um, at least last week, there was a full like Jack Kirby exhibit. Wow. Yeah. It was like the man Uh-oh. behind the Eternals is like the whole thing. Because people are like, what's the Eternals? And they're like, well, it was made by this guy. Right, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, also, leaving Hollywood Studios this week uh, or this month coming up, the Lightning McQueen pit crew. And the incredible Super Shindig dance party. It's a shindig. Not anymore, it's not. And that's the news this week, Peter Mandel. All right. Short and sweet and to the point, and I managed to get through it without choking too much. Yeah, you did all right. Thank you very much. Um, So, uh, anything else you wanted to bring up before we uh, close out this week? I don't know. What's going on with Kevin? Oh, you know, just uh, getting into the swing of things, uh, getting ready to go up to to New York Comic Con. Um, Morty has got a slew of cosplays that he will be debuting there. Oh, that's pretty cool. He has a Superman costume. He has a Batman costume. He has his Jedi robe, which I'm not sure if he's bringing or not. But he also has a Darth Vader costume. Okay. Um, we're 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 considering getting trying to get him a Ghostbusters outfit before Comic Con. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so we're very excited, and you know, new you know Morty is settling into his new look, and we just put out a video showcasing the uh, the makeover the other day, and I, I just want to thank all of our listeners for embracing uh, Morty Monster the way they have. It's been really really nice to hear all your great feedback, and for you guys to support the videos. He's a hardworking little monster, and um, you know he's excited to be out here. We're gonna go to Magic Kingdom. Um, and probably and try to catch Illuminations uh, sometime this week before we go. So there'll be a few more Disney-related video blogs. I haven't been able to get to the parks in, like, th- almost three weeks because, you know, I'm choking on my own breath. Right. That's a bump. <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, you know, nothing else really new. You are full-blown miserable. Yeah, pretty much. Uh <laughs> <laughs> And it's like part of me is like, oh, Kev, go back to the doctor. But then another part of me is like, I know what this is. I go through it all the time. It just takes time. Then another part of me is like, you know, Jim Henson died of curable pneumonia. And then I was just like, oh, and so, you know, it's, it all kind of like goes back and forth in my head. And, and then you wonder why you couldn't sleep last night. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, I was <laughs> I we almost didn't make it uh, this morning, folks. We, we usually start recording at 10. Um, I woke up at 9.40 because I was up until like 5 a.m., which is the worst insomnia. Um, but, yep, we uh, I'm glad we were able to get this episode out, Pete. Yeah, for real. All right. Um, any Gilmore Girls-related news you want to you wanna break out? I uh, just got a little late-breaking news from Variety that Sony and Marvel make up. Companies will produce third Spider-Man film. <gasps> Don't toy with my emotions. That's what I just got a text about. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. I have to look this up. Sony, Marvel. Spider-Man Shocker. Disney, Sony striking a deal for one more movie. Just one more. Yep, third third Spider-Man film. Two studios are once again working together for a film that will bring Tom Holland's superhero back to the big screen. Um, 
Disney and Marvel are back at the table and have struck a deal that would see Marvel produce one more Spider-Man film. The new film even has a release date. Um, but then what happens after this movie? Well, I mean, let's not think crazy too far in the future. You know what I mean? There are, I mean, as of right now, no Marvel franchises that have had a fourth movie. I know Thor is about to get one, but yeah. as of right now, haven't gotten them. Well, Thor's uh, getting one, but it, with a different Thor. So, Well, no, but it's not like Chris Hemsworth's not in it. You know? That's true. So, uh, you know, having a fourth Spider-Man movie, well, not crazy to think of but i mean I, I don't know if that's where they're putting priority right now well but i mean here's the thing though is like i love the spider-man movies and whatnot but I, i'm not seeing anything i'm just kind of perusing this while we're on the air i don't want to like stop and read this but um about like avengers movies and stuff like that i mean you have to think that disney's not doing this unless they've got him for the avengers um yeah i don't know I mean, they kind I don't of, even know. They kind of put the entire Marvel Universe on Spider-Man's shoulders right now. And then this happened. So, But at the same time, you look at Phase 4, and I mean, there's not even an Avengers-y type thing in there. Not yet. They haven't, like, you know. But, I'm I mean, sure. I, I don't. If they announced an Avengers 4, like, right now, I mean, what would it even be? We have no idea. All right. So, well, without any further ado. That's going to do it for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. We are happy to be back. Thank you for bearing with my ridiculous voice and coughing this week. Um, we are uh, going to be doing a show again next week before I leave for Comic-Con. Uh, so stay tuned for that, and then we'll hopefully be able to do the, the show from Rogue Comics uh, the week after. Um, if you love our good friend Pete, check him out at Rogue Comics. Go over to 105 North Union Avenue in Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Or check out RogueComics.com. We can find a link to Pete's eBay store. But if you're planning a trip to Walt Disney World or Disneyland, Adventures by Disney, Disney Cruise, uh, whatever you got, talk to our good friend Dave Weikert of Magical Travel. He's going to plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. DisneyDaveWFHorizon.net. Look him up. And if you're going to be running a crib or stroller on that vacation uh, in Orlando, check out KingdomStrollers.com, who will rent you the crib or stroller of your dreams and deliver it right to your Disney resort. And folks, for me, please just check out Morty Monster and his stuff going on. He's at Facebook at Facebook.com slash Morty Monster. He's on Instagram at Morty Monster and Friends. And he is on uh, Twitter at Morty Monster BFF. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us again, folks, this and every week. Pete, any closing words? I am going to be in Disney soon. I'm yes. really excited. Yes, so maybe we'll squeeze out one more show before then. All right, please, folks, keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week. On two men and the mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.